0: Hi, hello, this is Snake from Voivod and you're listening to Sonic Perspective.
1: Welcome to another interview of Sonic Perspectives. I'm Rodrigo and our guest today is Mr. Denny Snake Bellanger, the singer of the French Canadian band Voivod. Snake, great to have you with us. Hello
0: everyone. How are you?
1: I'm good. Uh so where exactly are you at the moment?
0: We are uh we're based in Montreal, Canada.
1: Okay. I'm in Toronto, by the way. Uh so okay. We're, we're not that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, how are you dealing these days with the COVID nineteen, the isolation, and not being able to tour, etc. Well, it's been,
0: it's been really tough, especially yesterday. Uh, we uh, we had the news of uh, the Quebec government uh, canceled Christmas, and so uh, yeah, what can I do? What can I say? I mean, I was supposed to see my mom, <laughs> have like a really safe dinner with my my sister and my brother-in-law but it's not going to happen cuz because of that. Yeah. And so a lot of disappointment but ready to be disappointed than uh, you know taking the risk of you know I don't want to hurt anyone so I I'll stay by myself for Christmas and yeah. celebrate.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is new. Yeah. So I I mean it's it's not that much better here in Ontario but you know, at least we can have like a small gathering. I don't know. I think ten people or twenty people for like an hour or two. But anyway, we carry yeah. on, like you say in in one of one of the, the voivod songs. We carry on, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we have a new album to keep the fans entertained. The live release, Lost Machine. Uh, it must have been a special kind of show recorded in front of old friends and family, right?
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was in Quebec City. We uh, we handed up there after a series of, uh, of touring. We, had, we, you know, we had a really busy years in 2019 uh, with, the, with the new album, the wakes uh you know, we've been touring for months and months. And so, yeah. And so we were, we were really tight, you know, in the sense that um, we knew, we knew, we knew what we were doing. And, and, and so, and it was the last uh, show of that series of show and, we were glad to take in some vacation, and see our families, and, and it took place in Quebec City. Um, and Quebec City is a really special uh, place. Um, so the vibe was so good. We're, you know, we did a killer show. It was flawless when we had our friend, um, you know, producer Francis Perron, which is the engineer on, on the wake. Uh, we brought him in with his board, and uh, so we had a good quality, good captures of, of uh, the sound and we did a killer show and the vibe was so cool people were i was making jokes and people laughing and you know the vibe was just like intimate and and uh, friendly and so that, that 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 was a special night you know it's like a yeah. magical night you know,
1: you yeah know, so. and was it always the band's intention to release this live album or is it a consequence of not being able to tour right now well we knew that uh
0: we knew that we had to um release it at some point you know we didn't plan to release maybe as soon as it is now mm-hmm. uh, i think the covid kind of like uh, pushed things a little bit forward for us to um you know i think we wanted to give uh our fans something to put in their ears while nobody is able to see any concert while everybody's and everything is canceled so it was just like uh you know, trying to share what the you know, the Voivod Voivod show is all about with all these people and uh and just you know, to make it, make them patient for when, for when it's gonna be back, you know. And so
1: Yeah. And I gotta say, for a band that has such a lengthy history and discography, you don't have that many live releases, right? I think it's only the third one that you guys put out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, the new album, Lost Machine Live, of course, it covers the tour of the wake, like you said, which to me was a kind of a comeback to the format of albums like uh, Dimension Hatras hey or Nothing Face, where you have a common theme between the songs, but they also kind of work individually as well, right?
0: Yes, it was like a conceptual album, a little bit uh, like um, like Dimension Hatras hey was. Um, I think we went, we wanted to go back to that that kind of formula, uh, especially when Dementia Natrius was, uh, I think uh, we went up, um, were top, top, uh, 100 metal album, of, you know, from the Rolling Stone, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it was a special album because of that, because it was a conceptual album. And so when we were, um, you know, we did, uh, a EP, um uh, post society EP yeah. and then, with, with, uh, with the new lineup with Rocky and Chewie. And so we, we we really wanted to, uh, okay, this is it. You know, we're going to work on an album. And uh, I think uh, Chewie and Rocky really wanted to, you know, um, to push it forward, you know. And uh, it took three years to put that album together. And so wow.
1: we really worked,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were we worked hard on it. You know, we took our time and, until everything was close to perfection for, for what we think it is. Um, and so it has really good, it had like really good reviews when it came out and, uh, and, um, you know, the something like 9.5, almost everywhere, um, Rolling Stones and all these magazines and stuff. And so it, it certainly had an influence on, you know, when we had, uh, we were nominated for the Junos and stuff, so
1: yeah, for sure. And then,
0: and then we won it, you know. So yeah. that's that was a quite quite a big surprise for us. We, yeah. never, we kind of never won anything, but uh, that that was uh, yeah, it was it was a good feeling.
1: Yeah, I so I think the live album works as a souvenir of this time that is so special for Voivod, with the Juno being being achieved and every, and the successful tour and whatnot, right? So, it's something to celebrate, like a trophy for this period of the band. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has something to do with it, sir. Uh, it, 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 it sure, you know, and we wanted to as well, you know, release something live with these new tracks, and it's it's a celebration when when you uh, when we do a live album and you know people gathers together and we all in the same spot, yeah, and we enjoy that very moment. That it, it is something to uh, just like a, kind of a celebration. For for the for the years that you know when the wake was released,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I actually saw that tour here in Toronto when you guys opened for uh, Yob. Uh, <laughs> and oh when, yeah, yeah. One of the coolest moments I thought I thought was when you hit the bass and guitar at the beginning of Lost Machine. Uh, I think <laughs> I think this lineup clearly has fun on stage, and uh, you know it's very stable right now, right?
0: Very stable. It's been been like that since you know since Rocky got in uh the chemistry with within you know the boys because they knew each other really well they were friends before you know they grew up with Voivod. they grew up with you know playing together and so uh when Blackie left, you know it was uh, almost like a automatic decision for Chewie to pick up Rocky because he knew that this guy would would work Mm-hmm. And and so, and for him, Rocky is just in heaven playing with us, you know. It's like a dream come true, and um, you really appreciate that we pick him up. And he's always happy, always cool with everything. And even if sometimes shit hits the fan or something, he's, yeah. he's taking it like, in the, you know, with a grain of salt and enjoy himself. So... Yeah, it's a really positive, uh, lineup right now. It's, it blends so well and we, we work together so well as well. You know, the vibe is cool. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And when The Way came out, uh, I was kind of expecting you to play the whole album, uh, at some point on stage, like you did with uh, Dimension Hatress a few years ago. Was this ever considered mm-hmm. or not?
0: Yeah, it's it's always been an, uh consideration, but, uh, but it, it's really tough to do it, you know. It's just yeah. uh, some of the songs in there, like uh, Sonic mycelium. it's just, uh, you know, you need a lot of practice. To... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same for, you know, stuff like Jack Luminous and stuff like that. It, you really have to sit down and and learn it. And and sometimes it's a matter of, a, of of time, you know, do we have the time to set up all this? And for sometimes with, for a special occasion, we could do it. Like um like when we played the Mansion Nature at the Roadburn, uh we played uh the entry entry roll album from the first song till the end and so
1: Yeah.
0: It was a special night, you know, so we we really you know, uh, put the effort on it and people loved it. And we finished with Jack Luminous <laughs> and so Wow,
1: seventeen minute yeah. track. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's something that we consider uh maybe in uh-huh. the future or near future
1: yeah okay yeah you gotta have it's gotta be a special occasion for sure because there's strings on the album it's all sorts of dif- difficulties to reproduce the material right so
0: yeah it's something that you have to work you know and practice and practice these are not easy songs you know and
1: no not know, at all things. yeah 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 And I saw an interview with uh, Away the other day where he said you're building a new studio to start working on new material. How is that uh, going at the moment?
0: Well, at the moment, I'm doing um, drywall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be a while (laughs) there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you know, with this COVID thing, we decided to be more, um, you know, more intimate. So (laughs) mm -hmm. uh, we had to cancel what we were rehearsing before. Um, and so I decided um, that I build a, a rehearsal place in my stu- in my in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so in my living room. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing some renovation. Um, and then, but uh, meanwhile, we're working on on songs. Uh, you know, corresponding. Uh, we share files and stuff and bring gotcha. ideas together. So when soon we'll be ready to kick some ass here and make some noise and so uh, so we'll have uh, actually we'll have stuff to work on as soon as we get together so
1: good stuff yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, uh, I have a friend who has this theory that uh, this period in our history will generate the most aggressive and insane metal albums when this is over because people will write the material when they're angry, frustrated, and depressed and whatnot. Do you think that would be the case with uh, the material are working on, or is it uplifting, on the other hand? what's uh, What can you tell us about it?
0: Well, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about this time because the last time... Uh... You know, the album, The Wake, was almost like a premonition of what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to work any lines that goes that way. <laughs> now, maybe with, maybe it's going to be more of an introspective, like, maybe like um, because cause we figure a lot of things in that COVID thing I think you know we figure that you know we're little uh, animals that loves to be together you know Yeah. and and, and, and it's, a, it's a nature instinct it's a nature that's why humanity got to this point is because of working together you know and now it, we've been you know separate, separate from our loved ones from you know our people and so it's a different aspect and, and I personally I actually get a lot of things you know being by myself all the time um, you know like just the mask itself you know I've been yeah. missing I've been missing seeing smiles in the face of people or expressions you know Yeah. because of, because you know like 60% of your face is covered you know and so all the expression of people cannot be seen uh, and, and, and so I think I've, I've been missing a lot of a lot of smiles and, uh, you know, a different expression, you know, it can bite your lips or it's, it's an expression. It's, it, it yeah. speaks, you know, yeah. it speaks when you see a dog and he shows his teeth, he's communicating. He's, he's not happy. He's, he's fucking, you know, he's going to bite you. <laughs> yeah. That's communication right now. And so the face is really important. now it's like nothing face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, and that's, uh, it, it, it's really something that you know we've been missing, and, uh, and uh, it's, it's special. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know exactly what, what what would be the subject, but it certainly would be some kind of an aftermath after something weird happened or something. Okay. And maybe maybe into our you know our own thoughts. Uh, but I want to I want to do something positive. You know, There's, it has to be something positive and not to not to freak out. You Too know? dark,
1: yeah. <laughs> I understand, yeah. And I know there was a whole album demoed when you were not in the band, which concluded the story of Voivod, the character. Uh, I think we're recording that would not feel right, but uh, do you guys think about concluding that story somehow in different lyrics in a different album or not?
0: Well, it's, you know, the Voivod situation is moving back and forth. I think it's just that, uh, it, you know, it's always a... Uh, uh, a place where you can put it, uh, in a context, you know? And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, eventually, well, it d- d- depends, uh, how you see that, but it's just, um, I think, think the story by itself, you know, we had a different, uh, different stories by in, in our band in our lives, uh, you know, with this new lineups and, you know,
1: yeah.
0: um, so we we're going to go with the flow really it's uh it's not something that it's uh that it has to be mandatory to d- d- consider mm-hmm. somehow but uh yeah
1: okay and uh, i know that chewy is the guy bringing all the riffs and sometimes the lyric ideas and concepts are shared between you and away um how do you guys share the writing efforts nowadays is it like a a set in stone sort of method or whoever comes with a riff or uh, a lyric line or something like that uh, is able to contribute?
0: Well, we work together. I think everything brings something to the other ones. Uh, you know, it's it's always been like uh, sometimes we were taking jams, you know, and from those jams, mm-hmm. work on some riffs. And then from that riffs, I have a melody that goes with it. Sometimes the melodies, I'm, sometimes I record melodies and without any lyrics or anything it's just like you know a melody itself and then they take it uh we can take it and and build a riff from mm-hmm. that melody <laughs> yeah and same thing with the drums uh bassline everybody uh, we work for the song itself it's it's not it's not a nego kind of thing oh this is my riff you know and mm-hmm. this is my my song you know it, it, there's no way to go like that it's we work for the song, and if, if your is cool, but we have to change it a little bit, he's not going to freak out about it, because we work for the song, you know, so... Okay. It, 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 it's, it, it's always a matter of uh, sharing ideas and uh, putting ideas together. Okay. And one, one idea leads to another one, and then so on.
1: I see. And the last bit of material that was left by Piggy uh, was included in Catoras and Infini. What did it feel like when you guys started to write uh, "Target Earth," which I believe is the first uh, first album without his contributions? Were you guys somehow concerned that it wouldn't be the same, or that it wouldn't come out right? Or
0: well, of course, uh, we knew that would be it would be different without Piggy, that's for sure. And I think the guy that uh, that uh, really had it on his shoulders, Chewy, and I think he did a really good job, and because Chewy is Chewy. You never, you you would never be Piggy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he never tried to imitate Piggy. Everything that he wrote was inspired by, you know, the, the Piggy spirit mm-hmm. was in it, yeah. and he beautifully managed to do that perfectly. And because uh, it's, it's 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 Chewy playing, but it has like kind of spiritual Piggy vibe around it and Mm -hmm. he's been a voivod fan all his life so he knew exactly what to do Chewie did a perfect job on Target Earth he managed to be himself and to have that spirit uh, that Piggy spirit
1: yeah and speaking of Piggy I-, I love how you guys still pay homage to him like on the video of uh, Always Moving do you still sense his presence lingering over the band sometimes or
0: yeah I think uh, I think he's somewhere our spiritual uh, um, mentor still you know each time you know we finish a, a show you know if we play like Astronomy to Mine or something uh, we'll go like make the people chant and piggy and and so yeah he's he's part of the band still i think we definitely um having his his uh his warm and his uh he's looking uh, he's looking after us i'm sure
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) i bet he is Uh So, Voivod will be completing four years in 2022. Have you guys realized that already? And are there any plans to celebrate this anniversary or not?
0: Uh, Yes, it's not always uh, funny to get older. It's insane how how fast life goes. And 2023, it's gonna be like you know, 40 years and um, behind the belt. And so, depending on where uh, what we're gonna be at, <laughs> if yeah. we'll be able to do a show, also. <laughs> yes, we'll 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 surely have to do something special about it that's for sure
1: let's go back to the beginning for a bit if I can I understand you were invited to join the band but you were taking acting classes and didn't even know how to sing what made you take Mm -hmm. that leap and say yes I can do this and and go for it well I wasn't sure actually
0: you know when I started up it's it's a matter of circumstances because I you know Piggy was in our small town they were uh, he was already a legend and then you know I met Michelle at school and so I, I knew Michelle a little bit, and uh, I was doing improvisation shows, and he saw one of mine, you know, like uh, one of my impros, and I had a standing ovation. And uh, mm. I think I think they were looking for a singer, but also uh, an entertainer or. Whatever, and then and then a character or something, and so um, we spoke to each other at the school, and he goes like, "Yeah, I'm playing with Danita Moore." I said, "What? Oh, cool, man!" <laughs> and he, he goes like, "We're well, looking for a singer. Would you like to try?" And I was like, "Oh, really?" And uh, <laughs> I, I said, "I never sang, but well, let's, let's I, you know, I saw you the other day. You know, I'm in Final State I think fun on stage, and I think you you were great, and and so okay, I decided to." And give it a try but I didn't expect that they would pick me up you know mm-hmm. but uh, I think one week later they called me back and they say hey uh, you know you're in and so that's how it started up
1: and the funny thing is uh, I, I mean a band like Voivod is not exactly a place where you develop your sense of melody because there's so much dissonance and uh, there's tritons in the music and all that what was it like to develop your singing style and adapt it to Piggy's melodies back then
0: well, because I was green, you know, and so mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think it, it was perfect for that because I I got this twisted whatever, tree tone singing right from the beginning. I managed to uh, to do it, uh, you know, kind of naturally uh, with Piggy's tones and shit, and so yeah, so it came naturally. I it just I didn't force it, but uh, of course, you know, I. I'd like to uh, to hear a little bit twisted, a little bit off, you know. Yeah, it gives it gives it gives kind of a, like a more like a punk kind of feeling.
1: Yeah, more
0: than yeah. being being like on on the note or reaching for you know the perfection. It's more a question of you know like a a, a sound of, of 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 something. You know, that, you, know uh, you create your own sound as as you sing. Yeah, and you develop this you develop this sort of character or monster
1: or i don't know i find the the metrics of your songs really difficult too i'm i'm not a singer but uh, every time i listen to Void, Void i'm like how does he know when to start singing because it's so off-kilter it's so unique <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it's uh uh i don't know <laughs> Actually, <laughs> i have no idea it's just um uh, I tried to create a pattern in my head, you know, like mm-hmm. listening to the song and then instinctively, you know, I, I would go with a pattern that, you know, I want to not, not really, uh, I, w- I want people to be a little bit uh, um, shock or in comfort, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. like, or, or something that it's too obvious. And, you know, I choose, I choose not to be too obvious, you know, like, like most of the people we start singing there with, some sort of melody that sounds a little bit like this but then instead of taking that avenue I just take you know another route mm-hmm. route and 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 I go I go somewhere else as well so I see it's it's a weird thing <laughs> yeah
1: for sure for sure no no question about that uh, and you used to wear a gas mask on stage in the early days uh, who came up with that idea and would you bring it back nowadays or not well <laughs> nowadays <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah,
0: it came out when, uh, when we put this crazy outfit, you know, I created like some sort of like post-nuclear character and, yeah. uh, I, you know, we had this machine that was, uh, was blowing, you know, uh, blowing fog and, you know, I was like, uh, and that machine used to kill insects and, 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 and it was like, uh. So I thought it was like a pretty cool to mix the two of that, you know, the gas mask. And when I get on stage to start to um, spray on people and disinfect them, <laughs> 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 that was that was back in the days. But I mean, right now, thinking about it, <laughs> the yeah. situation now, it's, it's yeah. uh I'm not sure if, I, if it would be a good idea to yeah. put that on again. <laughs> Things are different, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love how French seems to creep into the lyrics sometimes. Uh, you had uh, "Les Cigars volants" and "Cosse Etranger as well. Does the inspiration for the lyrics come to you in French first or in English?
0: Uh, in English, because uh, you know, it's. I think French is, you know, it's it's a cool language, but it's really for me. Mm. It's really hard, sound-wise, to mm-hmm. make it sound right. It's, it's it's kind of weird. Some are really good at it, you know. They make they make French songs and it's it's perfect. That sounds that's how it's supposed to sound. But I, uh, you know, I'm from you know metal metal scene basically, and so all my uh, some a lot of my uh, influences are English, and I you know I'm kind of used to that English sound more than French, yeah, um, and so it, for me, it comes more naturally to to give it a try in
1: English, you know. So. I understand. Yeah. And uh, there were some great shows in the band's career, but two of the most memorable for me were uh, when you guys opened for Iron Maiden and Rush. I don't think you were in the band when the Maiden gig happened. Can you comment on what it was like to play with Rush and uh, if you guys still keep in contact?
0: Uh, No, we're not keeping in contact. I think it was just a one-shot deal, you know. We did four Mm -hmm. shows with them, uh, two in Toronto, one in Montreal, one in Quebec City. And it was fantastic. Uh, Mm -hmm. We were we were on top, you know, we were, it was, it was heaven for us, you know, because they were, they were our heroes and, and we yeah. ended up like being on the same stage with, you know, it, it, it was fantastic and I remember the first show in Quebec City, Um, um, you know, we came back after the show in our dressing room and there was like a big bottle of champagne with flowers and on the bottle, on the bottle itself, it was, there was a papers all signed by the three guys and saying, welcome to the shows. And he, they were like Aww. really gentle, gentlemen, you know, and, and so I remember that forever.
1: Very and cool.
0: And that, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that was
1: I know you get asked this question a lot, but as a Rush fan, I couldn't not ask you about this. So, <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's glad to hear uh, good stories about Rush. So, yeah. And speaking of the time you were absent from the band, I know you played a few songs from that era after you came back. Uh, what do you think of the albums you didn't sing on?
0: Well, I think they're really cool. I think it, uh, I think uh, Eric did a really good job on the singing. Uh, you know it it's different it's of course it's different but it's it's voivod it's it's there it's it, it's totally cool for me and i you know i did um i did a few ones like um uh, forlorns once and that we played live um he's got he, you know he had a different kind of like um he he got his own way to put it together, but it was certainly different but certainly cool as well yeah, I think um, they they had, like, really good stuff, and there was albums.
1: Yeah, and changing the sh- subject a little bit, what was it like to collaborate with Dave Grohl on his album, uh, Probot?
0: Oh, that was awesome, that was <laughs> awesome. Uh, and it kind of led to, you know, to, for me to come back in the band, it, it was like a, the first step of, of getting back to *Voivod* in a sense, you know? And uh, so Michelle was doing the, the album cover, and I was doing the song, and then, uh, you know... Dave, it's the big walking smile, running and fucking. Yeah. Uh, he, he's such a cool guy, and he gave a he gave me the opportunity to sing on on his thing, and it's just I was like I was in heaven just just for that. Like, you <laughs> know, it's such a it's, it's a big sign sign of respect, you know, and I you know I think I wanted to do something really cool, and I you know the whole thing was great and i got invited in new york to uh promote when it came out and we had a blast together went to the finest restaurant and you know and we were like doing promotions in new york and you know it was it was fantastic It it was great
1: awesome great to hear that uh and going back to the new live album lost machine uh i i guess you can tell that there's like zero overdubs uh, in this album, right? It's a hundred percent raw and in your face, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, in terms of uh set list, there's at least one track from the initial era of the band or from the albums of the initial era of the band represented, but a few albums like infinity, 14 or target earth uh, were not represented. Do you think we can mm-hmm. see tracks from these albums return to the set list at some point or not?
0: Yeah, eventually. I mean, it's, you know, when you play a show, we have we have so many albums that, <laughs> you know, we have to make a choice. And, of course, when you release a new album, of course, there's a few songs that, you know, we want to put the emphasis on the new album. And, you know, we want to play some classic as well, like from Killing Technology and Dimension Atrus and blah, blah, blah. And so, of course, there's there's few of them missing uh, each time we do a show, you know. But it, it depends, you know, we we, we want to... Um, please our fans and 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 sometimes you know we we're gonna switch uh songs like lately we we put back fix my heart and stuff like that uh yeah uh so we'll do, we try to of course you know as you play sometimes you get a little bit bored of playing the same songs too <laughs> yeah and so so it's refreshing to switch the songs and go somewhere else in, the, in a different area of the band's discography and so yeah it's, it, it, it's possible that we're gonna play these songs again
1: sure okay uh, last question for me when do you think like it's the earliest date that we can expect some material from the band from new material
0: depending on how it goes but I mean I would probably see that as you know end of 21 beginning of 22 because you know it takes time to put it together and you know with the Covid things this nothing is guaranteed a hundred percent, but yeah, uh, we'll see how it goes, you know, and uh, i mean we're we we we're, we're planning to work on it this winter uh quite a lot as soon as the studio here is ready, and so okay, maybe you know we'll we'll be more concentrated than ever 'cause there's there would be nothing else to do,
1: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Any chance of uh, like a live stream for the fans? Well, until then, or not?
0: We were, we would be. It would be great to redo the experience that we did last uh, last August. Uh, it went super well. So maybe in February, something like that. Put it okay. together, something special for that. Yeah.
1: All right. Awesome. Well, Snake. Thank you so much for your time. I uh, hope for a better day <laughs> for all of us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Same, awesome. same to you, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Okay, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And just a reminder that you can check out this interview on many formats YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Also, please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's wrap it up with the song I Conspiracy. That's right, I Conspiracy from Voivod's new live album, Lost Machine Live. Stay safe and see you next time. I Conspiracy, yeah. <laughs>